This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. No one has the balls to stand up like I'm doing right now. Stop the crap already. We're all Americans. We're all equal. I don't see black. I don't see Asian. I don't see anything but American. Welcome to Bo Deedle's One Tough Podcast. Well, today, before I get into my craziness and my rants, I have to speak about one of my dearest friends that passed away, my friend uh, Bernard McGurk. I met Bernard McGurk probably in 1986, WNBC, when I got called in there by Soupy Sales and Don Imus. Don was having some problems, and he needed a little investigation by the bowman. And that's when I met Bernie. Now, at that time, Bernie was like a gopher. Like, we used to get coffee for Don. And then what happened was the phenomenal happened. The phenomenon was as follows. My friend Don Imus was one of the most prolific radio disc jockeys ever. And we can't take that away from him. But he also was one of the smartest guys because he's the person that recognized my friend Bernard McGurk he recognized Mr. McCord, Charles McCord, even Sid, everybody. So he was really the catalyst behind this. But this is more important about Bernard McGurk, what type of character he was. He was probably one of the smartest guys I've ever met in my life. But with that smartness came the humor. Also, it was all about one thing. He didn't need the pat on his back. He was out there. What he enjoyed to do was make people laugh he was so smart, so quick, and Don Imus recognized that in him and Charles McCord and Sid, and it became something that was a thing that would last because it made people laugh, made people cry, but yet it made people cry out laughing. And Bernard was a person, again, who was a really close family man, his wife, Carol, his daughter Melanie, and Brendan, his son. This was his most important thing. I like to go out at night. Sid loved to go out at night. But Bernie would love to go home, have a couple of beers in his backyard, and prepare himself for the show. And when he was on the show, he was a consummate, consummate guy that could take anything. I'll never forget the one day when all of a sudden he took a FedEx envelope and he put it on his head and he became the Cardinal, which was synonymous to Bernie and Cardinal O'Connor, I think, at the time. And he just was phenomenal, a loving family man. And I had to talk about him today before we go into our regular podcast. We're having a memorial all day on WABC. I was on there, and Charles McCord and some of the old fellas with Sid. And we've been talking about Bernie all day, but I had to talk to it. And then all of a sudden, the phenomenon was that my friend Chad Lopez and John Katsimatidis realized you had a yin and a yang. It was electricity, magic in a bottle. When they teamed up Bernard with Sid, it was the yin and the yang effect that probably 
is and was the greatest combination of morning radio with the combination of the funniness of Sid and the intelligence of Bernie. They brought it. Now they brought Lou Ruffino and part of the old crew together. And it's just something that people don't realize when he was sick, when he was sick, Bernie, we became closer. For the last year, what we text back and forth, we spoke on the phone together and he would tell me about the pain he was enduring and his sickness. But yet, when he throws the name Hero around, he throws the name Hero around. Bernard McGurk was, to me, the consummate true hero. He fought cancer. I got him into Sloan Kettering. Top guys think we could save this. But he let it go a little too far. He never went to the doctor. And uh, I have texts on my phone. And I can read you a couple of the last texts from Bernard McGurk. When I went away to Europe, I was afraid to go away. I thought I wouldn't be there when Bernie passed. And I thank God I got back in time. And here was a couple of the texts that I'll share with you. This was about two and a half weeks ago when Bernie left. When I said to him I was going to Europe, but I'll be back. He goes, love you, Bo. I'm in the best hands because you and Carol, and I love you guys. Then anybody says he don't use the word love, use it a, quite a lot in his text. And here was the, one of the last ones again. Love you, big Bo. Setbacks happen, but I'm kicking this shizzle's ass. Already back to normal in many ways. You're a great man, Bo. I'm honored to call you one of my greatest friends and one of the most unbelievable ones. But this was only three weeks ago. Love you, Bo. Hanging in there. Speak soon and whatnot. Much love and respect with the American flag and three hearts. That was the last text that I got from Bernard McGurk. And I'm when I tell you I'm going to miss somebody, I lost my brother three years ago, my best friend Al, Alan Deedle, and the same kind of missingness in my heart I have now. All right, again, my heart goes out to the McGurk family. Now we're going to go into our podcast. Here comes Crazy Bo, and we're going to talk about some stuff going on in the city. And it's very important. So the other day, you know, I I run a business for the last 38 years. And all this crap about consultant firms, oh, you got to hire this consultant firm. You got to hire that consultant firm. What pisses me off is that these consultant firms, perfect example is this McKinsey. Oh, if you don't have McKinsey as your consultant firm, you don't have anything. You got these bunch of morons that are going to decide what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. Then I looked at it myself a little bit. Then I find out that the Oxycontin companies were hired by McKinsey. Guess what else? Then all of a sudden, the FDA is hired by McKinsey. They're playing both sides. They're like the prosecutor and the defense attorney. This is a blow to crap. Also, the Chinese companies now hire McKinsey to work for them. McKinsey, McKinsey, McKinsey. And they're playing both sides of the plate. Billions of dollars from the United States government is going into McKinsey. McKinsey should be indicted for taking money from everybody. Who needs McKinsey? Mount McKinsey, I don't give a crap. It is a bad company. And again, it just it just kills me. 
It kills me. And we go on. Now, all of a sudden, the oil companies hire McKinsey and the electric car companies and the environment, the green companies hire McKinsey. Now, all of a sudden, if you have a battery car and you're in California, you can't plug the friggin' thing in. They can't. They say, don't use the energy. Now, with the floods in Florida, if it gets a little salt water, the battery runs out. In Instead of having three hours of drive time, you get run out in an hour driving your car, you don't have any kind of juice in your car. It just stops. And McKinsey is there again. They are protecting the green companies. They are protecting the oil companies. They're on both sides of it. Now they want electric cars. The problem is, how do you have an electric car if you're not going to have the energy that is produced to plug the friggin' thing in? Where are we going to put the plug up my ass? This is the problem. So let's be real about it. I like green, but green is something that should take effect over 30 or 40 years. It should be something that we put in step by step. You will not have enough energy to have the electricity if you don't use natural gas or fuel or oil. If you don't use that, you're not going to have anywhere to charge a car. And if you can't plug your car in with an electricity, what you going to do? This is a problem. And I just, and here's a question. All my listeners, when did you see the last airplane, whether it be a prop or jet, with a freaking battery? How do planes run with a battery? Uh, duh, we don't have that technology yet, but we want to get rid of all fuel. So what am I going to do? Piss in the fuel tank of the, my jet? Is that what am I going to do? Come on, you fools. Stop being idiots, all right? Transition, transition, transition slowly. Let's stop the nonsense, please. And on top of it, we have this greening stuff. Did anybody tell my friends, oh, I went to China, Beijing, China. You have to wear a mask before the pandemic. There's so much smog. People walking around, dropping on the streets. You don't see any dogs or cats because they're eating the frigging things. Then you go to India. Go to India. Then you go... India, China, Russia, they're not part of this green experiment. They're just burning the crap out of anything they want. And everybody points their fingers at the fools in America. We got to go green. I tell you what, we got to open up our fuel. We got to open up our energy sources, our natural gas, all our fuel. And we got to get back on track. Come on, Biden, you damn fool. Everyone's pissing on us. Everybody. Right now, Russia is laughing at us. Everyone's laughing at us. And you're walking around, you're shaking hands with imaginary people, you old fool. And then you hire the biggest fools as your cabinet people. That guy, uh, that uh, whatever his name, head of Homeland Security. I don't know. We don't have any problem. Four million people walk across our border. We don't have a problem, you old fool. Go away and take everybody with you. The head of our Department of Defense is another fool. The guy couldn't even count to six, that fool. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So now, 
you know, I'm sorry for exerting myself like this because I've been in a mourning period with my friend Bernie, but these issues are facing us right now. And a lot of people, I meant to talk about this. I've been looking at satellite images. Lake Powell, and you have Lake Powell, and then you have Lake Mead in the West Coast. Right now, they're down to 20% of the water there. Colorado River's dry, drying up. Do people understand one thing? The Colorado River supplies the people in California and all those major cities. The Colorado River supplies the water for all our produce that's being produced on the West Coast. Tomatoes, broccoli, anything you got. They're producing it because of water. Now, all of a sudden, we're running dry. We're going to be facing in the next five years a drought like you've never seen it on the West Coast. So all of a sudden, we have the technology with these desaltation plants. But what are the everybody that wants to make a desaltation plant in California, they're worried about these friggin' little fishes or these friggin' birds. I'm worried about people drinking water. So let's stop the bull crap. We're going to run out of water. And you can't drink gasoline. You can't drink oil. Water is the most important element in human life. So we better start realizing what the hell the importance are. I mean, we're at a point right now, in my years, I have never seen this country in the worst shape like it is now. Dick, instead of worrying about anything, when people go to the voting booths, you got to vote for reasons. The number one thing in my mind is crime. You got to feel safe for you and your family. Number two is inflation. Corporations are laying off. We're going down, down, down. And then the border. The border is so important. It was okay for Biden and his fools to send the people up, the Kukarachik people up there, to upstate New York there, doing the dance and the mambo up there. But as soon as they came to New York City, my friend Eric Adams got in a panic. Well, why didn't you have your mouth open, Eric, when they were flying them up to Westchester County at night, dumping them off the planes? You see... This is not right. We have to band together. And Eric, you have to understand, it's not about them sending them to New York City. They were sending them all over anyway on illegal flights at night. Now you people are saying they're kidnapping. What a bunch of baloney. And now all of a sudden, you got the Democratic Party spending $50 million on a Senate race. That idiot with the thing coming out of his neck in Pennsylvania running against Dr. Odds. He has an electrode coming out of his neck. He lives with mommy and daddy. He wants to be a United States senator. This fool doesn't even know where he is. But yet, the Democratic Party is sending $50 million to him, $50 million over here, trying to win this Senate. And people cannot be fooled about this. Every ad on TV is about one thing. Abortion. Look at I am for choice for the woman. Everybody for choice. I talked to Lee Zeldin the other day. He's not changing anything. But that's the only thing Hulkle has. Snaggletooth Hulkle. Yes, Empress Ming. That's all you got is this bullcrap about that Zeldin's going to change abortion. He's not going to change it. You're just trying to panic people. Hey, listen, Empress Ming, stop it already. I think you should resign. Nobody ever elected you anyway. The other moron put you in that office. You know why? Because you were like Fredo. Mrs. Fredo, you were the least, least likely to succeed because you are a moron and you're showing your moronies. And Lee Zeldin is our only way of coming out of this uh, this abyss that we're going into. I'm sorry for getting so upset like this, but you know what? It just it gets to me. It gets to me. Another thing gets me, my friends. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Oh, oh, here's the head. Black Lives Matter. She upgraded her mansion. 
She went from three million to five million. This is where your money went. A hundred million dollars. Corporations, you fools. You let them shake you down. All that money went to buying new houses for Black Lives Matter executives. Oh, I'm going to step down. Yeah, you're stepping down before you get indicted. That's where you're going to step down. Her name is Patrice Coulders, whatever the hell her name is. She's spending, still spending money that was supposed to go to children in our minority communities, helping the communities. Instead, they stole it. Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. Oh, I'm so angry again. I'm just breathing heavy because of my loss to my friend Bernard McGurk, who knew all these issues. And Bernard McGurk was there. He had his finger on a pulse, and he understood all this. And we're gonna we're missing him. I'm missing him so much. So I'm taking my I'm taking my anger out that he's not with me anymore on all these major issues that are facing not just New Yorkers. It's facing our country, and what every aspect, every aspect of why you must go to the polls. Uh, is, is Zeldin a uh, Bo Deedle or a uh, uh, Curtis Lewa or Sid? No, but he is the person who's the choice against Snaggletooth Empress Ming because all she's going to do is continue. When she's asked about bail reform, uh, she goes, I don't have the evidence that there uh, that the crime is that bad. But you fool, how about the guy arrested 108 times and let out? Stop it already. Please, everybody, pick up your phone to your Democratic friends. Pick up your phone to your relatives and say, this is our Waterloo. We have to stop this right now. And the only way we can stop this right now is by electing. Go down that red line. Maybe you don't like the, the candidates, but certainly it is now the thing that can equal out the direction that we're going. And if we don't vote, and if we don't vote for the other side, the Republican side, this is just going to continue continue more. And when your families out there become victims, your children, your grandchildren become victims of these repetitive criminals being released over and over, don't call me up. Don't cry to me. You vote Democrat. Please don't call me because you know what? You're going to get what you deserve. Right now, you have an opportunity. Call up everybody you know, all your Democratic friends, all the liberals. Call them up and say, we have to to get everyone to vote Republican. Start with the top of the tick, Zeldin on down. We have to change the course of this state. May this election be a referendum across this United States, this great country. Let it be the beginning of the wave of people with intelligence and people that realize where we're going. Again, we talk about crime. We talk about the borders, about 4 million illegals coming in there. No one cares about it. We don't even know who they are. Now they want to put them in schools. They can't speak English. Now you're going to press it on to the teachers. And then the economy. Oh, my God. Anybody have any of that bitcoin stuff? Yeah, I had some of the bitcoin stuff. You know what I could do with that Bitcoin? I'll tell you what. When I go to the bathroom, I'll tell you what I do with it. All these corporations now are losing, are losing so much value, and they're going to start laying offs. We're going into a recession. We're going to go, and you're going to hear it first from Bo Deedle. We're going to verge on depression because it's going to be a point where this thing is going to, people are not going to invest. I talked to some of my billionaire real estate investing people. They tell me, my loans for real estate development, they won't allow it. Everybody's sitting on their money right now. We're not able to get the loans. When you stop lending money, then the progress of corporations 
end. And then corporations are going to tighten up and they're not going to be able to make the profits that they were making. It's just, uh, it's to a point right now where I don't know. And everyone keeps defund the police, defund the police. Do you really want to defund the police? I want more cops, but I want cops to be able to do their jobs. And the whole idea about, oh, we have guns that are coming across our border. We have guns. We want to know where it was made. How about the person that used the freaking guns? Or how about somebody uses a knife? What are you going to do then about the crime problem? Oh, let's get all the guns. Then I have a gun permit, but I'm allowed because I'm law enforcement. But everybody else has a gun permit. You can't bring your gun on the train. You can't bring it on the bus. You can't go to church with it. You can't go to Times Square. Well, where the hell am I supposed to carry my legal gun? The only ones that got guns are the illegal guns. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm so sorry for getting so so angry. But, you know, with the loss of my friend Bernie, these issues now are so paramount in my mind right now because we only have less than a month to go for this election. And people have to call other people. I said it the other day. I had the most liberal guy I played golf with. In the beginning of the day, he was, oh, I hate uh, Zeldin. He's a Nazi. He's this and that. I said, Lee, you have a daughter. Not to Lee. I said, my friend, you have a daughter. What if she was robbed and raped? And this was someone who got out on bail reform. How would your feelings be? Oh, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. I don't want it to happen, but that's very possible that you and your family could become victims. And this is what we're facing right now. Please, all my listeners, I got 40,000 people. Thank you. You know, you could get my podcast all the time. One tough podcast, wherever you get Apple, anything like that. Please tell other people about our podcast. And you know what? ABC lets me speak the right way. They don't hold me back. And I am on this radio station to tell everybody, please call your liberal friends, your Democratic friends, your independent friends. Tell them we must change the direction of this state. And I think that if we change the direction of this state, we certainly can change the direction of this country because we are going into the cesspool. And I thank everybody. And again, in memory of my dear friend Bernard McGurk to his family, I love you, Bernie. I'm going to keep screaming and yelling for what you believed in because we believe in the same thing. Bernard McGurk, I love you, and may God be with your family. And God bless everybody. Please keep listening. Bo Deedle's Tough Podcast, wherever you find on Apple, wherever you find podcasts. Thank you very much, and have a great day. And all our prayers to Bernard McGurk. Thank you very much.